Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. Warning, this episode contains strong language as well as major spoilers for Church and State, episode 9 of the final season of Succession. The penultimate episode of Succession gave us one hell of a send-off for Logan Roy. The show's best characters returned for the epic high-pressure funeral, giving us tears, drama, and clear frontrunners for Waystar's next CEO. With just one more instalment left to go from TV's most complicated and powerful family, the crown is finally within reach. But who will be the ultimate victor and actually succeed? Every Tuesday, we've been reviewing each episode of the final season of Succession on the Leader podcast. And next week, we'll be back to review the finale. Make sure to listen then to hear reaction, analysis, and let's face it, probably a bit of mourning over one of the greatest TV series ever. Here with me this week are... I'm Elizabeth Gregory. I'm a culture writer. I'm Martin Robinson. I'm acting features director. And I'm Hamish McBain, deputy editor of ES Magazine. First of all, Liz, episode nine, Church and State, the penultimate episode of Succession. Just run through what happened. It's the day of Logan's funeral and basically all of the main characters are there for the funeral. So it's the family, all of the girlfriends and the wives. Matson's there, Menken's there. So it's really an episode where all of the drama comes to a head. Meanwhile, we're starting to see a little bit of the fallout of the election already as there are kind of protests forming outside. There's loads of police, there's people running everywhere. So it's high drama. So one thing I wanted to ask you all is, did Kendall actually just win the funeral? Winning a funeral is a brilliant <laughs> phrase, by the way. And I think that every yeah, funeral you. should always have a winner. <laughs> thank you very much. He's got an obvious loser, but you know, <laughs> the winner is a thing. Yes, in terms of we're looking at succession as who's going to ultimately succeed and win out, then Kendall came through in pretty amazing fashion, I think, as he tends to do at certain points over the course of the series. As much as he messes things up, he's always got something that he can just bring forth that makes him feel like yeah this this could be the this could be the leader but it was but it's also strange to look at it that way obviously because it was such an emotional episode as well like there's been a few moments of genuine feeling i think that's that sparked a little bit of something in me at least i mean i'm not one of the world's biggest criers but but certainly the one really this one really got to me and i was like wow this was, it was super super sort of uh strong and touching in, in lots of 
weird little ways as well. So there's the obvious thing of what happened to Roman. The the eulogies that all three of the siblings sort of gave or half half gave tried anyway, to, yeah. tried to, um, were all, I thought, just phenomenal pieces of acting and, and yeah, truly emotional. Also little moments like Kerry coming back in on the scene and uh, I mean the moment where Marsha like held her hand when she held her hand was beautiful yeah I thought really, that was really, really beautiful. astonishing that front row like blew my mind yeah. like the mistresses and wives side by side <laughs> insane so it's a really yeah so it's a really um, thoroughly brilliant episode I thought right up there with the best of them I will say that and I probably noticed this much much too late in our uh, succession podcast but <laughs> whoever has a really good first scene always ends up like yeah. basically if you look at the if you look back at it the scene in which Logan died the first scene of that episode he was kind of all guns blazing a little bit more aggressive and then he died the scene where Tom and Shiv were loved up ended with them rowing and then this episode you had Roman kind of they really played up Roman being the mouth yeah, and there was his his rude jokes and stuff were dialed up to eleven, and then you know at the end, I mean the end was really really almost harrowing. Liz has been out and out team Kendall from the start. Do you feel like it's all going the way you predicted? Yeah, do I feel vindicated? Do you feel vindicated? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about Hamish and thinking... <laughs> I can't like, wait to talk to Hamish about it. Well, it's it. not over yet, is yeah. it? Do you think we're turning into like the siblings, like rivals? Yeah, yeah exactly. Trying to stab each other in the back. Yeah. There's, there's another wrong. episode after this. So, yeah, and it's an hour and a half. So yeah, this is true. Yeah. It's not over yet. True. I just think it was such a kind of moment of unbridled mania that we've seen building for weeks and weeks and there he was at his dad's funeral and he was talking about like power and money and capitalism and it just felt like yeah that's who Kendall is deep down and who he always will be and that's why he's going to win because he wants the throne more than anybody else. He has proven himself to be very adept at pulling a rabbit out of the hat in high pressure situations. He's who they always default to as well. Like they all turn to him to like, you know, to go do the eulogy. And there have been quite a few occasions where when he's really, really needed to and he's full of fear and uncertainty that he actually does speak from the heart and kind of pulls it out of the bag. Mm. Yeah, maybe Living Plus, the whole point of that episode was just to kind of reinforce the idea. Roman had a particularly bad episode overall. Uh, he broke down in in the funeral very publicly. Where does Roman go from here? I Can mean, he good Lord back? as well. He had some disgusting, even by Roman standards, lines in this, yeah. in this episode. Mm. I, I fell on the floor laughing when Shiv said I'm pregnant. He just automatically went is it mine yeah yeah that's right then he said i'm gonna have sex with marsha on dad's coffin and yeah. you just sort of thought this is getting really but maybe that just yeah. shows how freaked out he was because yeah. it seems like the more the, he gets ruder the the more unhappy yeah. he is well it was it was very very well done because it, it was kind of they've built him as as one of those people who covers their fear and insecurity with that kind of humor and it just got so extreme that you almost knew he's gonna he's going to fall apart here and he kept saying to Kendall I'm fine you know I've pre-grieved evidently he had not pre-grieved <laughs> whatsoever 
Yes, I mean, this was the real heart of it, wasn't it? This was like the big shocking moment whereby he just kind of went to pieces. It was on the back of Logan's brother, Ewan, stepping up and delivering his own thoughts on on his brother, much to the annoyance of everyone who didn't want him to say anything, in which he kind of brought Logan down of Pega 2 and sort of spelled out that this was a really meagre, he kept on calling him meagre, didn't he? Like, you know, just about the self-interest and keeping your own fire warm and not spreading wealth and just this whole attitude to life was kind of torn apart and then so there was a pr- there was pressure on Roman to really you know deliver on his speech and he kind of, he kind of went to pieces and then he looked down at his father's coffin and then just kind of lost it didn't he and mm. he he kind of just he said can we get him out can we get him out yeah is he in there can we get him out to his brother and sister and then just completely broke down and had it which was really deeply moving as well but so in keeping with his character as well as you as you said like this has been coming because he's a boy he's a little damaged boy He's not that guy who's capable of handling this kind of thing. As much as he's got so much charisma and wit and can make things happen, as we saw in the previous episode when he kind of got Menken through to the presidency, he's essentially, he's a, he's a very damaged kid, you know, and it just it suddenly hit him in that moment that his dad was gone and he was, you know, alone or had, hadn't resolved any of this stuff and was, was kind of gone, you know, and it was like such a, such a raw moment. And again, just astonishing acting, I thought, at really the time. I mean, absolutely yeah. unreal. Yeah, and then that was it. He was he was out of the picture. They'd stand in for him. Kendall had to do do the eulogy instead. And then, yeah, he had that, that ending where, because they kind of had the wake afterwards, didn't they? And he was still in a bit of a state. Kendall was trying to rally him somewhat and kind of provoking him a little bit. He was saying, you fucked it, you fucked yeah. it. But also, I think, to try to get him riled up again, mm. you know, and back into what, Roman does well, which is being that kind of hyperactive little imp. Um, but then he, re- <laughs> but then he reached a point where he kind of grew disgusted by the wake. Yeah, and that was undeniably a, a piece of self harm that you see in there. He was putting himself in the way of the protesters outside because he started antagonising them and actually jumped in the street in the middle of them, got hit, and all that kind of stuff. But he wanted that. You know, that was, and he's, he's always had that sort of self-destructive thing going on. Even his, you know, his sexuality is quite masochistic, isn't it? He yeah. always wants to be brought down. Yeah, it was really disturbing, I thought. Yeah, and it was really important that Menken saw that because that's going to be the shift that Menken moves over to Kendall ready for the final episode. Well, I think you, you kind of saw that in Menken's reaction. But why do you guys think it's Menken? I, I mean, it's surely Matson and Shiv are in the driving seat here. Matson made the call to Shiv. Yeah. Where he said, I've spoke to him, it's on, yeah. you're going to be CEO. By the way, that was genius manoeuvring by Shiv. Yeah. yeah. Very, very uh, Machiavellian. Yeah, mm. yeah but they definitely, they definitely leave this one within the driving seat. It's, it's as to whether that will actually spin out this way because you kind of know that Kendall is clearly rallying for a comeback and saw very clearly that Menken was sacking him off and was going back on the deal that he thought they'd made with Roman. That yeah. was that's that's done with now. That guy, Menken, is just like yeah. surprise, surprise, just a horrible individual. I still don't think Menken is gonna win the election. I think they're gonna well, the they, recounts yeah. will will But that's but that's Kendall's move though, isn't it? That's Kendall's move now. To go because there's so many questions around Menken. It's still up in the air as far as the election's concerned. And I think Kendall's move will be to try to stop that result now, mm. that actually coming about. Because if it does come about, then that's Shiv in. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear our predictions for the final ever episode of Succession. 
Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me are the Evening Standards, Elizabeth Gregory, Hamish McBain and Martin Robinson. The final other episode will be an hour and a half long and it's called With Open Eyes. What's our predictions for what might happen? Hey, um, I mean, Hamish so made is... a lot of outlandish yeah, <laughs> let's start, last week. Yeah, let's start with well, the uh, insanity the of Menken. Still, they're still not off the table. I really, 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 really think that Menken is not going to win the election. I just, I don't know, I, I just really think that's what's going to happen. Whether, as Martin said, it'll be Kendall now make, trying to influence it so Jimenez wins it, I just think that, that he's not going to win the election and then he's going to call for a really horrible, nasty, fascist uprising, which is going to cause all manner of bother. I, th- I do still think with the kid stuff with Kendall, that's going to have to resolve itself somehow. I feel like they've been... You know, they inserted that scene right at the beginning of the episode prior to the last one where he met up with uh, his ex and, and we were like, why is that there? So I think something is going to happen with Kendall and his kids. Like, I, I still think that he might he might just say to Rava, I'm giving it all up, let's be a family. I still kind of think that might Do you know, I'm feeling quite nervous about it because <laughs> imagine being a writer and having to do, like, the last episode... To deliver. ...of, of a series like this, mm-hmm. you know, where this has been at such a high level. Presumably they've had the ending all along, mm-hmm. I well, would have thought. It's quite interesting that the last two episodes, the sole writing credit is Jesse Armstrong. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. So there must be some proper ending. I mean, as... as as a viewer, you just want – it's tempting, isn't it? You kind of want, like, the biggest twist of all yeah. time that's going to leave you absolutely flawed and you didn't see coming. It's going to be amazing. Um, but at the same time, you know, as a fan, you know, I'd probably be quite annoyed if, say, like, Jerry came out of, the, out of nowhere and kind of took over. It's kind of like, oh, I needs to be, like, one of the – one of the siblings. It yeah. needs to be one of those. That's the way it's being built and, and this needs to yeah. deliver and follow through on the characters yeah. in such yeah. a way. As I've said, I think Kendall, it's been Kendall's story. I think he's in a, although Shiv is in prime position as we go into that final episode, I think he is rallying everyone. He's getting Logan's old bodyguard. He's kind of getting the Got old Hugo team. Hugo's back on his side. So he is he is shaping everything. And because and Roman has kind of gone to bits now, it, the field is open for him. And like I said, I've always thought that he'll just end up there but alone. But maybe the, the happy ending would be that he would stop Menken 
from happening. He'd be able to live with himself a little bit more with the other candidate as president, feel like he's done the right thing, also be CEO, and also manage to bring his family back together and make things okay. That could be an ending. Yeah. Kendall might sort it all out and finally be the man of your dreams, Liz, <laughs> <laughs> and actually, actually manage this to a really happy ending. Um, I think... It's more along the lines of what Martin was saying, that Kendall's going to win, but in the process, destroy everything around him. So destroy the relationships with his siblings, destroy his relationship with Rava. He'll try and get custody for his kids, destroy the country. And um, it was interesting with Jess as well. I wonder how that relationship's going to come and play and... Maybe somehow there he's going to destroy something as well. There's also a possibility here that nothing is resolved. Yeah. Because, you know, there's been a lot of shows where you just end it on a cliffhanger mystery. You know, even The Sopranos kind of ended without really explicitly saying what had actually happened to Tony Soprano. I'm going to ask you each of you to give me the name of Waystar's next CEO. So, Liz, I think we know who yours is, you're going to say. Kendall. <laughs> and Why? I think he's shown from literally season one, episode one, what his goal is. And I think that will be the full arc. Martin? Um, Yeah, Kendall, although I'm just thinking now as we're saying this, just to throw in another wildcard name, it would also be quite interesting if none of them got it, the siblings. And like Tom, he was the only one actually doing any work in the last (laughs) episode. Not that that may particularly count for him, (laughs) but it's an interesting thing that he is someone who is heading up a thing. And it, maybe it could be him. Hamish? I am going with Gregory Hirsch. What? I'm, I was actually going to go with Greg as well. Here's my reasoning. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. What? Matson will get the deal through and he'll do his thing with Menken. Yeah. And then he will screw Shiv over out of that job. Yeah. And because he really trusts Greg and knows that he actually can sock puppet Greg, he will install Greg as US CEO okay. of Waystar Royco. Yeah. Oh, I actually like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, there's I, the, the, yeah. Pu- the puppet. And Tom will end up working for Greg. Succession is available to watch in the UK on Sky Atlantic and now. And that's it. We'll be back next Tuesday for our review of the final ever episode of Succession. The Leader Podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.